0: Scott, and uh, tonight I'm joined by Todd Nash. <laughs> Smooth. There you go. That's I like it. There it is. Todd, you have news? Not yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Well, I think some airplanes retired. Was that not what we were going to talk about? But we did. You just wanted the stats on it, right? Yeah. Um. So we had some uh, for a number of years. Ever since I was in the fire service, I mean, obviously a well, lot longer than that. Um. We had. Uh, group of water bombers up in uh, Pindickna, which is our nearest air base. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that help us um, whenever there's fires in our area. Uh, so there's been numerous times they've dropped near us or yep. partially on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, I, from what I gathered, there's also a, a pilot who was, who's was who been flying,
1: but he retired as well with the airplanes basically. Not like. <laughs> 40, 40 years of service, yeah. flying the same plane. Yeah, wow. yeah, so he was flying the uh, the number fifty five. So it's a Conair CV five mm-hmm. eighty. Yes, yes, yeah, CV five eighty. So yeah, so forty years of service flying the same plane. Uh, so the Conair is uh, retiring those ones, and I guess they have some newer, updated fleets that they're going to be yeah. filling in.
0: And actually, I think on our is it our Facebook page? Or we have a video. Yeah, yeah. We had a promotional video for our podcast at one point. Yeah. You can see it might, it might even be that plane. Um, it's definitely one of those planes. I'm mm-hmm. um, doing a bomber drop coming That's right at Carl, I think, when yes, Carl mm-hmm. and I filmed it,
2: or, or Kevin filmed it, somebody filmed it and yeah, it's coming right at us. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, dropped, dropped well before us, but it, it looked yeah. really impressive. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool shot. Uh, yeah, they've been around, I mean, obviously for 40 years plus, but um, yeah, we've seen them active on our fires almost every year, so yeah. they're gonna
1: replace with do you know. No, I don't have the the new replacement model yes, here. a dash 8. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hmm. But yeah, it sounds, sounds like, uh, so this basically, yeah, this one, so the number 55 and 54, uh, every summer they come up to, to the airport uh, for the interior. And the majority of their fires all are in interior areas, right. Why we see them. Um, but it's going to be at the BC Aviation Museum now.
0: Is nice. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, these are the guys that
0: uh, they 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 drop the fire retardant and they have to go back and reload um they don't they don't pick up from water um, yeah. so we have those yeah. guys and we also have the i want to say the water tractors that's not right the air tractors mm-hmm. <laughs> um the fire boss fire, boss, fire boss um those guys actually pick up from like lakes pick up from yeah. lakes and there's four or five in that fly around a mm-hmm. um, gaggle if you will Exactly. I <laughs> mean, um, actually, their last fire that they that they bombed, they technically bombed America because <laughs> so was a fire just across the border. And uh, mm-hmm. had, the day it was happening, uh, we were batting text around because we all because you always hear the rumble of the you know there's not a lot of planes in our area. Yeah, but definitely not a lot of larger planes unless they're water bombers. Sure. And so when you hear the, where's like, oh, a bomber? Where's yeah, the bomber?
2: Yeah, something's going on. And it's always like, where's the bomber going? Where's the bomber going? You know, it's funny because we're so used to hearing the helicopters coming yeah. and going that like i didn't even notice it anymore yeah. and the other day someone was like oh it's nice to not hear helicopters anymore i'm like oh yeah i guess they're not going <laughs> like yeah. i didn't even really notice it right but we all picked picked up on that immediately yeah. <laughs> like within seconds bing 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 yeah everybody's like oh you, can you hear that yeah 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 and these well, they're going were south, south and we're
0: like are they going south towards todd todd's like there's no smoke around me and oh there's smoke maybe so more south mm-hmm. which is in, in the States. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we found out that he actually went to Tenasket and watched a fire That's there. right. Mm-hmm. And the Tenasket fire crews were thanking them for going down.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Um, international stuff like that when it comes to fires. Um, they can get tasked out and go on down to help. Yeah. So. What are the processes for that? Yeah, I don't know. Because we we can't cross the border to help them. I kind of thought we it's could. Not, I think there's like a, aid agreement. a mutual league with uh, Orville.
1: No, So we used to. Yeah. Uh, so we used to have a mutual aid agreement with Orville. Uh, and before my time, uh, when my dad was on the department, uh, they have gone down there for some of their large fires as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then we always had in the, kind of a pre-standing agreement. Um, many years ago, we did a big event at the uh, the custom, the mutual training with a bunch of them as well. And there was always kind of, we had uh, shared uh, phone contacts and, radio channels in the works if there's ever a big event at the border or on either side. Mm -hmm. So you can always call upon dual resources. Um, I feel like those are long gone now um, because I'm pretty sure we don't have anything in place at this point. Mm. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at one point it definitely was a thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So here, so (coughs) so the Convair CV580s. They're very tired, and it looks like they're going to be replaced with the Avro RJ85AT.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Quiet Venus. Venus planes, <laughs> planes, numbers, <laughs> planes, and stuff. I like the SD personally.
2: It's <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. a jet or anything. Like it's, it's not one of the big jets right? anything, is it?
0: Yeah, it it's looks pretty big. big. Yeah. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice, because there was one. There was one of those flying around here last year when they were helping us. Uh, it was like a not a jet, but it was
3: just
1: bigger Tw- twin prop. Yeah, it was definitely a newer, bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It sounds like we are getting rid of all the props now, and then right. one of these. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: nice.
1: interesting. Why was the props are savior? I don't know. I'm a land guy. You're a lion guy. <laughs> 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 We're flying somewhere in a week, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah. I got a
2: pre flight out of my way yesterday. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, you get to go on an airplane, right? I know. What the hell? Yeah, that was awesome. Just we had a, a potential structure fire come in. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> and, uh after the fire one of our members here. Oh,
0: sorry, that you were like, we were pinching a stretch of No, no, gosh, no. I got no, an no, airplane. No, 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 no.
2: Yeah, so I got to go up for a recce. Finally, <laughs> it's coming. air boss all of a sudden. <laughs> no, one of the members here uh, is part owner of a small aircraft. And uh, he's like, hey, you want to come for a ride around town? And I'm like, oh, sure, I got some, some time to kill here or whatever. And I'm like walking out, like, my truck or yours? He's like, oh, no, like I'm parked over there. I'm like, oh, that kind of ride around town. So as soon as we left the ground, I, I shot a text of uh, where the scene was. I'm like, yep, yeah, there's, no, there's no smoke showing from here still, guys, so we're all safe. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be on a much larger plane on Thursday. We will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might, uh, well,
1: maybe get a podcast out in time. If not, it might be delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're
0: away
2: for a while. We're going to Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hot down there. It is hot. Holy <laughs> hell. Yeah, 40 plus degrees. There's yeah. a weather, like a special weather event. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that. that oh, it was actually that was. There, said. Yeah. Like yeah, it was like a big bar, like special weather event, hot, mm-hmm. heat, heat wave. You're going to die kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it's great. Oh, great. Oh.
1: Actually, It'd pain in the ass bringing the mic and stuff down, but we could uh, road trip out. It's an hour and a half away from where we're staying to... Uh, brother-in-law's to, uh, Cal Fire. So.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's good ask. We go to Jocko Studio see if you can pull it. <laughs> Yeah. Because, you know, we're Friggin. so big. In yeah. I'll, I'll let you reach out. Yeah. yeah. If you can set it up, with we'll that, de- definitely go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So> Anyways, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Um, this week in firefighting news, or mm-hmm. not news, firefighting with, with us, it. um, had yet another structure fire, so mm-hmm. number thirteen or fourteen on the year.
3: Yeah,
0: this one actually was pretty good. Uh, well, they're all pretty good. Um, yeah. This one actually went. Um, it was just a room and contents fire, more or less. Yeah, um, actually came in as a microwave fire. Yeah, um, came in as a kitchen fire. Yeah, kitchen fire, so not s- not starting in the water. microwave. Yeah. Um, so it was it was good because it was it was it happened on the night we practiced. So there was probably. Um, five or six of us here already yeah so the truck truck filled pretty fast um, yeah we had a pretty good like start on the jump on the scene mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say five 10 more, five or ten more minutes uh, I think that that would have been a much different scene bigger incident absolutely yeah. but but as as it was it actually it actually ended up being pretty small but mm-hmm. um, yeah we, we
2: hustled out there
0: um, I guess you were first on scene yeah or?
2: yeah so Chief and I arrived like like, right on top of one another there. Um, when we first got there, uh, the, the occupants of the building were outside. Uh, they had the doors closed behind them, um, but they were frantic about it. they They had a whole bunch of animals that was inside of the structure, and she was adamant. She's like, yeah, no, it was just a small, small fire in the microwave. And I'm looking, and there's smoke pouring out of every open window. It was coming out of the eaves. Like, it was... I'm like yeah like look you know kind of looking at this and like this is this is not something got burnt in the microwave like this is this was an, an active fire potentially still active and she's trying to go back inside the house um, So I, I walked up to the front to the front door, did a quick check for heat and there was nothing at the door um, so got nice and low, cracked open the door and it was like fairly dark smoke to the doorknob. And I'm like, well, we're going to close that up right away, and I'm um, getting everybody the heck out of the way. Um, You guys were, like, really close uh, behind us here, uh, so I just gave a quick relay that uh, heavy smoke showing uh, all occupants are out of the building. It's uh, got a hose line to the door and a, ther- a thermal camera, and kind of left it to you guys to run yeah. the interior.
0: So on the truck, we were having a discussion because uh, we were still like, okay, let's just microwave. Do we need do we need the hose line? I said, yeah. well, we should still have the hose line. Um, just because it sounds bigger than what we might think it is. Yeah. Um, so, one of the senior guys, Dennis, he said, he's like, well, maybe actually we have this flying now. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, um, what if we bring a uh, uh, water can in with us, dude? Mm-hmm. Like the can. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, let's bring the can. And initially, it was like, okay, let's bring the can, the thermal camera, and we'll stretch a line to the door. Yeah. Maybe we won't charge it yet until we, and like, let's see what kind of smoke we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, like I trust you guys but sometimes like some people's heavy smoke is different than that <laughs> absolutely yep. so we pull up on scene and I'm like whoa because uh, I think was a front door open by that morning.
2: Uh, I just remember like anyways there was, was a window next to the front door there yeah, was, there was window, yeah. that, that was bellowing out smoke so I was like young.
0: whoa like that's actually a lot of black smoke pouring out of that building <laughs> mm-hmm. so I was like okay we're gonna charge the line yeah so yeah no problem so they stretched it um, charged the line Actually, didn't charge the line quite yet we charged it mm-hmm. as we were entering yeah. um but the guys got the the, the can and the thermal camera mm-hmm. um i pushed in with them uh, made a beeline right for the kitchen and it was a very open concept house absolutely especially. there mm-hmm. was like the entire kitchen living room massive mm-hmm. open concept Yeah. um so it wouldn't have had any fire breaks um uh, yeah. there was bedrooms around it but definitely mm-hmm. if it got going it would have been it would have been interesting yeah there was no no stopping inside that room. There's no closing the door so that would sure. Um back door was opened, so to the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been feeding the feeding the oxygen. Yeah. So there would be no like compartmentalizing of the fire. But, um, so the guys pushed right in uh, to the kitchen. And sure enough, yeah, I, I came in as they're hitting it with the with the water can. I was like, Oh, it actually is only <laughs> it is only a uh, microwave fire, mm-hmm. uh, microwave okay. stove. Um, but the cu- the cabinets are starting to go up. Um, yeah, when we got there, so that's why I say I think five, ten more minutes the heat would have built in there, mm-hmm. and just the amount of smoke that was coming, like the smoke layer level, um, the heat that was in there, I think it would have uh, it would have built into a pretty good sure. structure fire. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, kind of that uh, perfect timing scenario that we had a truck full of guys ready to you know respond immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, myself and the chief were were both close by the station. Um, getting prepped for our, uh, practice, which we'll chat about, about right. a little bit later. Uh, we were on scene from dispatch to, uh, the chief and myself getting on scene was four minutes. Uh, you guys were on scene in sub five. Right. Like that's fast. Yeah. Nice. That's quite a drive too. Like it's not like, yeah. cause it wasn't like next door. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'd say like two thirds towards the outside of our, 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 uh, district. Well, it's funny too, cause we had to wait for, cause we had, like there was, you Guys took off, yeah.
0: Well, you were actually here, you were just going. I was at the training grounds, yeah, right. So, you you were on your way. The chief took off from here direct, and then mm-hmm. I'm in the, I'm we're sitting in the officer, I'm sitting in the and the officer seat in the engine. Our driver's there. We had one guy in the back, we had two guys in the back, and then the deputy chief's jumping on the second engine because he's like, you know, you know, we don't want to have too many officers going in the structure fire. So,
3: mm-hmm.
0: we're literally waiting. We're like, and one of the guys is like, let's go, I'm like, nope. We're gonna wait for this. I'm like, literally, it feels like forever because we're all here. So when you're all there waiting, yes, it yes. feels like forever, but it's not. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if this is a real, if this is a regular call, and we're none of us are here, none of us would be here yet. None, none of us, us would be even be here yet, right? So, sure enough, like the next, like normally one of the faster guys rolls in. Yeah. So yeah. he jumps in right away and we're gone. Right. Yeah. Actually, I think I yelled at him because he was taking his time. <laughs> he was like, nope, "Dude, I'm like, put your gear on. We get like, because." We're always like discussing, like, okay, yeah, if it's like right next door, take time to put your gear on. But if we know we are after, we have no, we have a four-minute drive. Yeah, uh, you you probably put your jacket on while you were driving. Mm-hmm. You got some time. I mean, of course, you see, full on the whole time. But. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, so it's a little
3: bit but. <laughs>
0: but anyway,s yeah. So once we were inside, uh, really easy knockdown. Um, we were just we checked for some extension. The guys were uh, got a halogen bar. Right. Uh, it, was, it was an in, um, like an in wall. One of those microwaves that's like... Oh, right. Above the stove mounted, like actually mounted, hard mounted.
3: Yeah,
0: it's like microwave and... um, The vent vent was... uh, The uh, fan fan was part of it, yeah. So the guys were uh, ripping that out with the halogen bar. And then I remember you'd said there was a bunch of animals, so I popped Mm -hmm. back out and I talked to the homeowner and she told me where the animals were. Yeah. Oh, no, because I hear dogs barking and so I opened the one room and there's two dogs in there and so I'm like, okay, no smoke in there at all. Uh, So I was in like thick black smoke. I opened the one bedroom... Both doors were closed, yeah. And I see two dogs in there, no smoke, so I'm like, so I closed the door right away. I'm like, okay, there's no smoke in there. We, we believe we have the fire knocked, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm not gonna open the door, drag these dogs to the black smoke, I'm just yeah. gonna leave them in there. Yeah. So left them in there, and then uh, closed a couple other bedroom doors just to try to alleviate some of the smoke damage, right? And then, and, and then in case it actually ended up being a, like a big, bigger fire, then at least we'd have compartmentalization of that. Mm-hmm. So I came back out, and then she's like, oh, she goes, did you find the puppies? I'm like, what puppies? No. I said, I found two dogs. She's Mm -hmm. like, no, there's like puppies. I'm like, where? She kind of describes. But I'll beat on my way into there, and then Mm -hmm. I find it's in the back, like kind of mudroom area. Yeah. Um, But they had locked the outside door. So I
2: think they had talked to you about we could breach in. Yeah. (laughs) Um. It's so funny. Like, there's certain people that are like, don't do any extra damage to my home. We're outside, and like you guys had already made a push in, uh, kind of knew that. Hey, okay, yeah, this is, um, you know, it's only at the stove and microwave area. There's no extension. Uh, you already had it knocked. Um, I'm walk. I'm walking around with her, and she's like, Yeah, no, there's there's more. There's more dogs behind this door. So we go over, and I'm like, Well, it's already knocked out. It's fine. If we open the door now, it's not gonna hurt anything, and the dogs can come out because there was exiting out to a fence yard for um but it's locked and she's like break it down if you want let's go like let's get these (laughs) dogs out of here i'm like no like my guy says like there's no smoke in any of the other rooms like it's completely in the main portion of the house like let's not disturb the rest of the house for like zero reason like right right now i mean like like later that night we we gave the house back to the homeowner and uh, I mean, they were dealing in and out, and there was obviously like the smell of smoke, and there was some moisture from mm. from uh, what we were doing in there. But uh, like, I wouldn't say it was inhab- inhabitable. No, but, but I think you could probably. Live but in there. you could probably live in there again. Like, there's there there's going to be some rentals and, yeah. and such to come. And I mean, smoke in anything fabric will stay forever mm. um, unless you put it through the entire process of um, the old renovation company and everything that they mm. do. Um, but I'm like let's not make more damage if there's no smoke in these in these rooms and right. she eventually calmed, calmed down I mean it's a stressful situation for the homeowner and um, there was some uh, her like one of the other people that lives there is mobility challenged um, and she had Uh, her grandson there and then there's tenants in the basement there's animals everywhere so like she was just losing her mind uh but after the first couple moments once we realized yeah everybody is 100 percent out everybody excluding the puppies and the two elder dogs are all accounted for she definitely started to calm and then after being you know reassured that there was no smoke extension to any of the other rooms because all those doors were closed which is great um yeah she was good Yes, yeah, so then I pushed it in from the inside, found the mm-hmm. door, unlocked it, opened it up, and then yeah.
0: she actually got a crate and I was handing her the puppies. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. Looking for the camera. Hey, another puppy? No one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, where's the news? Where's, yeah, where's media the media? Right? Come on. got yeah. two puppies in my hand. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on that puppy for an hour. Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. be... Doing the Drone Tarolta. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Carrying <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I think there was like there was like six puppies in that crate, and then there was the, the mother dog right downstairs, trying so to go chase it back out.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then two other dogs. There was actually a lot of animals now. Sure. Uh, there was cats. Birds, cats. Yeah, no one ever wants their bird or their cat to rescue. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> there was like the afterthought, yeah, rescue the dogs. Oh yeah, there's also a
2: Burmese cat there. <laughs> I, I didn't even know about the bird until we were like until we were leaving. Yeah, we're leaving there. Like we they're wheeling this cage out. I'm like, yeah. mm, is it still alive? <laughs> the old canary in the yep in the kitchen fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's okay. Uh, right. Was it okay? Yeah, it's
0: fine. Yeah, Because yeah. I saw there was a cat. Because there was a litter box. So I'm like, yeah. there must be a cat right here. Cats are actually pretty smart. Or pretty dead. Yeah. <laughs> one of the other pretty things. <laughs> that is the way she goes. <laughs> so I think they beatle
2: downstairs too. Because yeah. they the downstairs yeah. was totally fine. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was one cat that they were worried about in the basement, not from the smoke. So like, if you try to go in there, it will bugger off. So like, I was like, okay, well, I have no business being in there. It's fine. Um Like there's zero extension anywhere other than yeah. Right at the stove, mm-hmm. so I'm like, we don't need to go in there. Adam. I totally went in there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I have to go chase the other dog out. So right, but you went from the inside down. Yeah, right. So they are like, yeah, it will be oh, at that. Actually. Yeah, so, so there was a okay, the, ex- uh, exterior entrance. the exterior entrance. Right. Uh, they got the one cat out, which is, I guess, a bit easier to corral. And they're, if you open that outside door, it will bugger off. I'm like, okay, well, we we can worry about it later. And I think I said right at the end, I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll send one of our guys in there with you, just to confirm that everything's good. Um, so somebody went for a quick walk with the uh, basement tenant just just to check check that box. But yeah, I mean, sorry. there was zero chance of any of any extension there. But it, it's always good to reassure the homeowner that hey, everything's good. We'll come and do a, a quick quick walkthrough with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of
0: nerve wracking. Like when it's a, when the fire's really rolling, mm-hmm. it's easy because you just we keep fighting it until yeah. it's out, and then. We kind of, like, you know, we do a lot of overhaul and all that kind of stuff. and sure. It's an hours-long hours event. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: overhaul and spraying more water, overhaul some more. Yeah. With one of these things, it's, like, you're kind of, like, do we get it? Like, because you did you, yeah. so fast, you're, like, yeah, okay. quick, quick up. Okay, so now we got to go, like, we're in the attic checking for extension because we're, like, okay, we did a really good job. Mm-hmm. We don't want to leave. And then now, like, it's, it's back off again. So yeah. it's, like. Like, normally something that would take, you know, we'd be there for hours doing, make sure it's totally out. We're like, this is like, yeah, we're like in and out like 40 minutes. Yeah, we still made it to practice. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like We came back just in time for practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good hustle on everybody's part. That's yes, awesome. awesome. You know, Trucks yeah. all arrived, everybody did their, their job. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing but positive things to say. Bro. Yeah. Um, practice uh, that night was, um, unfortunately, hit for the... Uh, newer guys we have to go over um, their tests there uh, <laughs> to do their their tests for their exterior exams mm-hmm. um, one thing we do is I usually do them in one night um, so we we kind of adult it and I educate it so it's That's like right. we go through the, um, like they answer they have to answer each question but it's not like okay everybody turn your, turn your tests over and because it just says they have to do a test they don't say how does they have to do the test so I like administering it. I think people learn more when they have a dis- there's, there's group discussions going on over mm-hmm. each answer rather than, hi, I got the answer, you didn't get the answer. It's like, okay, well, yeah. Because you probably read the book, you read the book, this guy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but we can also have a group discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think guys pick that up better. And then it also tells me some stuff we might have missed in training, like, um, there's one thing, I was like, oh, you guys don't know yeah. that? They're like, no, I never heard that. Before. And I was like, oh, it was the dogs on the ladder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, because we haven't done a lot of ladders with them.
2: Um, and then during their, Last week we were gonna do ladders, a lightning storm game. So we were like, "Yeah, we're do ladders tonight." <laughs> um, and that was the rookies. So we used like our our annual uh, recall. It, it's not for training, right? But we we did have a, a group of rookies that we took the five minutes or whatever per session yeah. and ran yeah, right. a can, quick quick crash course. Yeah, yeah but, on stuff they might not know. Um, yeah. So we yeah, so that was one thing I
0: did like. Oh shit, um, we definitely need to touch some like, touch on more ladders with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we don't throw a lot of ladders, but maybe that's there's there's also often this way of training. Like, do we do you train the things you don't do often, or do you train the things you always do? Right. Um, we don't throw a lot of ladders because I don't like we don't have a lot of two story uh, structure fires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have get gotten better at throwing ladders when it's two stories. Yes. But even that fire the other day, um, not mm-hmm. with two stories. I mean, we we end up on the ladder up just to yeah. maybe open up the part of the
2: yeah there was a. Uh, um... Like a pass through vent yeah. uh, on one of the gable ends. yeah. Uh, so I got the guys to throw it uh, and just go and do a quick. Because I, I knew you guys were going into the attic on your side. Yeah. Which was but, the sweetest attic I've ever seen in, yeah. in this town. It's like Christmas It's like, it's like one, house. yeah, it's like Christmas yeah, <laughs> vacation <crucifixion laughs> attic
0: like so you pull you, there's a little there's a little cord hanging oh, yeah. down you pull it down the, no, the, the ladder, the ladder, ladder slide slide slides down, down. I'm like this thing is sweet yeah. <laughs> like it was super like we we climb up with all our gear on and then get like mm-hmm. get wedged halfway in you can <laughs> find Chevy
1: Chase sitting up there and yeah. the freezing yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome <laughs> so anyways yeah. I what was talking about <laughs> yeah ladders ladders are always one of those things that you know you, you kind of do once and, and then, then it gets kind of pushed in. aside side yeah. and left mm-hmm. side right but we had that discussion the other day about training coming up through the fall. And the same thing. Now we're kind of getting back into that chimney fire season. Yeah. So we're going to do another evolution of ladders again sure for guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's not hard throwing a ladder. It's
0: uh, The challenging part is like setting it up right. And like, okay, now, now you've got one on on going up to the roof. Now you do you put your roof ladder and mm-hmm. all that kind
1: of stuff. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that too. Like we don't... We don't really do roof-offs, right? That is, yeah, you know, that's what yeah, I think, like, right, mm-hmm. we'll go through the gables or find other means. Yeah. Like the only time we're really going on a roof is those chimney fires yeah. or some of flat roofs. Yeah, maybe flat some overhaul stuff, right? Like we, yeah, cut, yeah, we, cut a, we cut a roof mm-hmm. the other day, and it was like, yeah. the first time I've seen a roof, cut kind a of roof in a long time. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. a yeah. very long time. Yeah, yeah it depends. I think the last time we did one was actually uh, was a huge flat roof, condo mm-hmm. development, we, a we had to do a huge trench cut. Yeah. But uh, so that was years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. we just don't do it unless you're in overhaul. And then it's a lot safer. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, we did uh, we did the testing with
0: them. So that was uh, my. Um, it's good. I, I don't mind it. It's kind of I just think it's boring, but yeah. I think everybody in here, all the all the newer, newer people, they, they figured it out. Like they thought it was actually really good. Right. Kind of educational. Um, I say like a lot of it. I'm like, like, do you ever need to know this again? No. Right. Do you ever need to know um, that the um, um, what the term is for a, a, a group of hydrants that run in a circle? <laughs> they're like no, it's like a circuit. <laughs> I'm like, do we ever need to talk about that again? No, because mm-hmm. who cares? Do you, when you turn it on, does water come? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything else, you don't need to know. <laughs> right. It's like, why do you need to know that? <laughs> As a firefighter, that's just, just, just getting water onto getting water into the hose into the truck. You don't need to know all the ins and outs of how the hydrants, uh, how the whole hydrant system works. No, exactly. It's like, come on, yeah. <laughs> like just some of that stuff. You can just tell they're just like, ah, I need to put this in this filler <laughs> to make the chapter longer. It's right? Like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, so true. Right. That's yeah. It, basically, that that knowledge is meant for. Uh, kind of the, the ICs and, and the officers. If you yeah. have a massive working fire, you need to tap another hydrant yeah. somewhere, right? You don't sure. want to tap into the same line, things like that. Yeah, kind of <laughs> it's like, like, yeah none of that stuff, like,
0: you need to know. Um, yeah. And then I, we always, I always get hung up on the stupid on building <laughs> instruction, like the different types of buildings. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I'm always like, okay, type 3 is <laughs> and, and, like, I'm not sure if it's, if it's, is that only fire or is it construction you guys call it the same thing? I think construction guys have a different term because one of the guys that was with me was a construction guy. He's like, I never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. We're we're actually having a discussion about it, but it was good because we're having a discussion more about like building construction, not about what type it is. More about like the actual mm. construction of it. Mm. So it's like it doesn't matter what type it is. We just need to know more like what it's made out of, how it's built, and that sort of stuff. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: I think the biggest thing is is definitely the knowledge of all the construction types. Yeah. However. The term that we call it, you know, type one, type two, etc. Like that's good for that initial. Hey, everybody! It's this type of construction, yeah. just so you can remember it. But you know, then you're getting into okay. Well, is it, is it concrete? Is it metal? Is it? Yeah. Is it just is it your stick frame? Is it? Yeah, you know, yeah. do you got uh, big timber? You know, so that's that's yeah. going to help yeah. For, yeah. For, the, for the progression of the fire. But again, it's not something that the brand new guy on the street needs to know. <laughs> No,
0: not, not as much. Yeah, like it, they're never going to remember this but, yeah. but they're not going to remember it either. Like, I've done, no, this, no. I've
1: done this several times, and I'm still like, uh. <laughs> I'm still trying yeah, to remember yeah. half of no. Yeah, I mean, building construction itself is is super important. Um, so, you know, like, when you're in the building, the time frames and yeah, you know sure. fire loads yeah. and suspension loads and all that right. stuff, you're dry, you're static. But again, that's... I don't know, it's, it's it's more important for to have that awareness level for everybody, right. and then the ICs mm-hmm. and everybody else to know what type that means to the time frame that's been burning, and are we going sure. into your next year you know, <clears throat> clap zones? That's further further it's,
2: down your career. Yeah, it's not year one going through, and that's not going to stick. You know that, that won't really stick with you. Mm-hmm. And back to like what Scott was saying, being, you know being able to win as a team. I mean, yes, exactly. you're you're never alone as a firefighter. Like, you should never be this like one random guy doing right. doing a task, right? So, um, even when it came, you know, going back to our uh, actual skills testing, when the guys came up to the force entry session, i be like, you guys are going to win or lose as a team. So, do a job. Yeah. And you know, if you can look next to the person next to you, and you guys can share your knowledge and resources together, that's still learning, and that's like, yeah. the best type of learning, and like. Like Scott said, like that's going to bring out some discussion and yep. you probably learn more as a group through discussion. Like I, I know the gentleman that you were speaking of. Yep. I mean, you guys went back, back and forth, I'm sure for a couple moments about like different types of construction, like what yep. he's seen, what you've seen um, and the entire group learns. Yeah. Well, the problem is in our area and like, I don't know, maybe the, like
0: building construction is like, yeah, in an ideal world, like in a city where there's like, where there is codes for years. Yeah, ideal world. Yeah, this is the building construction. This is exactly what's built. Mm. <laughs> then we come to places where we're going into like, well, we're all going into like mm. um, farm, farm, yeah, old farm buildings. Mm. Like, oh, I got a wood frame here. And then uh, they put an I-beam over here. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> this thing. And I'm, and now it's like stuck on this side. Yeah. Oh, there's a roof here. Why is there a roof here? It's like what's it, in the ceiling. Like we, yeah. like, we had yeah. a few fires, uh, several fires mm-hmm. where we cut into something thinking it's, and then that next thing we find a roof, like yeah. an actual roof with shingles on it. <laughs> yeah. This should not be here. So, it's like, <laughs> it's all good to know, but at the same time, yeah. I usually rely on the construction guys to... Absolutely. Because uh, we always have, you know, there's always three or four of the actual, like, because we have, what, six or seven of them uh, yeah, guys there's are working a lot on now. construction on, on, our, on our fire crews. Mm-hmm. So, I always rely on them to be like, because they kind of know, not so much just, like, what type it is, but they also can be like, okay, this is how this is, this is most likely built. Yeah. Or, or where the beam should be or where this should be. So yeah, you know, they can kind
2: of like, see... Like even from the exterior, how things can tie into yeah. maybe like an old, like an older build, right? Where I look at something, I'm like, I don't know, that's a weird look roof roofline. Maybe that's different. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just how how it's designed. Because like you know Scott just said, code. Like we we get lucky because there is a massive span where the BC box build comes yeah, out. It's the same. So you've got like these cookie cutter. You might be you know mirrored like one. You go up the stairs, and your kitchen's to the left, or the next one's going to be to the right. But yeah, they're all this, this square, <laughs> yeah. This is square box, and that's kind of how it happens. And then that kind of morphed into something different, into mm-hmm. some, you know, some, something different. Um, but we're lucky in that aspect that, like, a lot of our whatever that is now, forty-year-old, thirty-year-old homes, kind of look similar, um, and you understand what the construction looks like. Uh, so take that away. And you go back to, yeah, like, the, su- the super old, well, I mean, old to us. Yeah. We're not talking, like, like heritage homes. Yeah. But, uh, like, the really old homes where, like, anything went, and they've all got additions, and then who right. knows, mm-hmm. like, there was no code when that shit was happening. Or the brand new. One. And, I mean, there's some crazy construction stuff, and it's all just spec and code, and everything's great, but, I mean, I don't know. I just know what it should be built built out of. So yeah. having that, that knowledge is great, but uh, we have such a menagerie, if you will, of uh, constructions. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring it back any chance I get now. Um, <clears throat> that, uh, yeah, I mean, you just have to go back and rely on the guys that you have and the knowledge that you've, you know, that you, you've gathered throughout the years.
1: Yeah, and I think <laughs> the bigger takeaway with all that is as well is is not really the the type of construction like it's obviously important however let's say we're, we're going to a classic residential structure fire mm-hmm. is it a really old heritage style home yeah. or is it a new build yeah. right so we know in the new builds they're more open concept uh, but mm-hmm. our, our fire loads are different uh, the static loads are different um, yeah. you know you're gonna have uh, all this glue lamp products in them you know and that goes hand in hand with reading the smoke as well. And mm-hmm. then, you know, versus that, that older heritage style home, you've got fucking two inches of lots of blaster. <laughs> of yeah. Blaster everywhere and then shiplap and, and again, yeah. it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go into a, an older home and from reading the smoke, you start getting that real you know, brown turbulent smoke. Yeah. I now it's in the structure, it's clearly been burning for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now we need to worry about compromise, or that's not. Whereas yeah. we go into a new build, we if we see that, now we're thinking, Okay, shit way more along the lines of the structure collapse potentials. Yeah. Right. So I think the smoke reading and the type of instruction goes hand in hand. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah and that's a, I think I'd like to do a smoke reading more with a friend of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um you know, just I mean back to some of those exams, like they're just so like <laughs> they're they're written in such a weird like we were doing the ventilation one. And literally the first question is like, um opening windows and doors to help assist um smoke and hot gases to exit a building, what's the answer? And like why is that a question it's, fucking, it's like we're on ventilation and that's the first question mm-hmm. yeah it's ventilation come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally just like a, here's a here's an easy question so everyone will pass like it's such a waste <laughs> Yeah, a waste of time <laughs> yeah, like bringing knowledge or a skill set to so that's it's what cute. we roll through it i think we did eight exams in like an hour and a half <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just get rolling and you know when there's questions we answered them and there wasn't and a lot of stuff i'm like we don't do that like like a self-locking donut roll. Like We don't do that. Like mm-hmm. we do donut rolls and we do clickable rolls and like this mm-hmm. is not like, yeah, that's what it's called. Well, you'll never see it again. Yeah. yeah. So we don't. <laughs> right here, Yeah. Yeah. And like, here's a knot that we'll never use. Here's a, here's, a, here's, a yeah. here's an appliance we don't have. That's right. <laughs> Nor will ever use. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, like, I, it, it, it was, it was all right, but it was just, it's always like that night of like, okay, like, just let's get through it and then yeah. we will do it again.
2: You know, I think all that stuff's great. Like you can look at it, you you know, you, you can chat about it.
3: Yeah.
2: It's one thing if you if you don't have a good working relationship with your, um, you know, mutual aid departments as well, like if, if you guys were uh, running a whole bunch of hose loads that we have no idea about, mm-hmm. um, blah, 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 mm-hmm. if you've got some appliances that we, that we would never even look at. Yeah. Great. But like, we're all very similar where we're utilizing the same equipment, yeah. uh, we all have the same mindset and we have a great working relationship, um, so the chances of running into something completely separate from what we're doing here, I mean, mm-hmm. skill set and some attack, you know, stuff is definitely going to vary from uh, department to department, but, uh, you know, they're not going to run into something that, you know, we're not doing every day here, yeah. Um. but it is still nice to have, like, a quick, hey, this is what this is, this is, you know, you're never going to see it here, or I, you know, I shouldn't say never, but, like, Today, you're not right. going to see it here. Like, I took a little bit of time on explaining the storts. Yeah, we yeah. don't run storts,
0: um, we have uh, we have storts connectors now. So um, working with you guys, or on basically everything we got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was explaining the storts. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to see it used very often, but when we go mutual aid, you need to understand why yeah. it is and how it is. That's um,
1: right. Um, that's and, probably really the only difference for gear between yeah, the two requirements because everything else, like. We're running the same. We've got Cleveland loads. We've got Minutemans, yeah. We've got uh, our combination loads and all those. Mm-hmm. And then we have our our smooth bore and apartment packs yeah. and the smooth bore. Were uh, you guys doing do blitz like a triple A or something? At oh, point seven. Seven. No, we we scrapped all that. We're we playing yeah. with a few different loads, but now mm-hmm. it's just all all minute back back Minutemans are a flat load. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a good yeah. Yeah. That's
2: right.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything's pretty basic, but but I mean. If you're thinking mutual aid wise, by the time somebody comes down for that, those styles, those stars of, of yeah. lines are already going to yeah. be gone, right?
0: And, and we're actually having a discussion right now um, when we hit a hydrant, where there's some talk that maybe we'll start attaching, like, you know, depending on what's fired is we'll start when we hit the hydrant. If we if we know the mutual aid water supply is coming from you guys, we might start actually just throwing a storage connector on there, mm-hmm. so that way you guys at least
1: hook in. Yeah, because we're the opposite. We always go do straight away to our storts, Yeah, to our um, our uh, valve and then um, the gate valve, and then we throw on our, our two and a half gate valve. Yeah. Uh, just for that other uh, mutual aid, basically. Because right. we're not, mm-hmm. really, we're not going to be tapping another line into that same hider for anything yeah. else, right? Yeah. Here, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking
0: like, now. Yeah. That,
2: so, anyways, um, yeah, that
0: was my night. Uh, you had yeah. a little bit different, more entertaining night, than
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, we did a uh, field training exercise. Yeah. There um, we go. Okay. <laughs> um, so the guys came came, came back and um, they're like, hey, uh, what do we got going on? I'm like, would you believe me if I said we're gonna do a uh, structure fire scenario? <laughs> and they're like, uh, really? I'm like, uh, maybe, no. Uh, but we went into the room, um, did a quick uh, briefing before we do practice like, like, like we always do. Um, I wrangled a couple firefighters as uh, actors and patients and we ended up doing a, uh, kind of a, a split scenario. Um, so myself and uh, Jason, one of our other officers, uh, we set it up. It was uh, two separate incidences. Uh, the first one, we actually weren't sure which one was gonna be the first arriving um, task. So what, what we ended up having was a single vehicle uh, person working on their vehicle outside of their house and the jack collapsed and they were pinned under their car uh, we just used a, a quick rescue dummy for it. Um, and there was no injury. He just couldn't self-rescue. So, like, patient care, uh, getting the vehicle up and off of him. And then, uh, again, I said that uh, uh, you had an ambulance was on scene uh, prior to uh, the extrication of the patient. So, like, it wasn't to suck people in to a whole a whole bunch of, like, like the, the post extrication uh basically okay our patients out hand them over to ehs but the flip side of that is is now our local ehs tar was going to be tied up with the patient that they just had right. and whilst that was happening uh we we also had set up a three vehicle mvi um so we have a uh tractor trailer flatbed down in our training grounds uh we had a like late 80s, early 90s uh, full-size Chevy van that was down there and then another small two-door car. Uh, so the scene setup up was uh, a car was gonna be driving behind like trying to cut through traffic. Uh, the van did like an override up on top of the car and kind of heated on the back of the, uh, flat, the flatbed trailer. So the first call comes in, we have a single uh, a single person trapped on, on under a car, so the crew rolls in, and uh, yeah, Bob the chief got got there first as as always. And I said, let's let's make sure that that like, we're not all just racing down here because it's practice night, and that's never going to be a thing. Even on practice night, when we had a structure fire, it was still you know staggered off like yeah. like like normal. So I said, like once that unit arrives, the next one can come so just kind of gap out how we arrive on on scene and it's funny like knowing what's coming and you're you're watching how all all the apparatus parked and everything and um and, and that up. never seems to happen as smooth as we want Instead sure right yeah. stone, people yeah, still show yeah, two seconds later <laughs> yeah so like the first two were pretty good and then everybody else kind of just piled there <laughs> um and it was that first couple seconds of shit show uh and and then guys made a plan Everything started to work. Uh, they got some cribbing out. They got up the airbags. Um, somebody took uh, patient care uh, lead, which is actually one of our um, par- our uh, paramedics, Matt, who was really good. Uh, he was kind of like Jay was giving Matt the update on how our patient was. Um, so he's like, hey, yeah, we got X, X amount of time. And then we gave the update on how the patient's doing. Okay, guys, like we need to have this off of this guy in like two minutes. And just just kept like keep keeping the urgency of, of the rescue um, and like what we didn't want to do was give um, like like give them the curveball of the second scene in the middle of the rescue that's like right. that's that, that's not gonna help anybody out it was more of okay like the patient is now out from underneath the vehicle now. Let's split these resources, because like, we're still going to have gear and guys tied up here. But let's split our resources, go on down there, see how fast we can tidy up here, and then come and bring those guys and the equipment down to the next scene. So the guys did, did well on the first scene, um, had some uh, hiccups, as as we always do, but uh, you know managed to, to work through it. Uh came up with a plan. The plan didn't quite work as well as they were hoping for uh they had to shift kind of half halfway through i uh, came up with some ideas m- made the rescue happen uh and as the patient came came out i come over the radio as dispatch um all of command from dispatch go ahead like yeah we've got a couple calls you have a multi-vehicle mvi just south of your location which is obviously still in, in our training facility um and uh, so the chief broke scene went and put eyes on it i had an actor one of our members that so was like just kind of coming off the back, back end of a bit of an injury uh, and gave like the story of what just happened. So yeah, the guys came, came down and they actioned the rescue on that side as well. So it, yeah, it was, it, it was awesome. It was like really good to see, uh, patient care for our live patients is always next level. Mm. Um, I, I think that's, Anytime time that you can have a scenario mm-hmm. where you have live patients, um, we definitely get complacent when we're working with a dummy. Yeah, dummy care always goes out the window. For sure. Um, yeah, as soon as you get. Uh, I think everybody does that, like. Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, law enforcement everybody just like, ah, it's, it's a dummy, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, live patients are definitely where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. know, live patients that you don't know are even better. Sure. Like when you're at like, oh, yeah. like when we use like the high school actors and stuff. Absolutely. Man, they're like. Ooh.
1: Like if guys are actually treated them properly. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because if it's one of our guys, we always push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, they're like ah, where sure. it's yeah. you know, like I said, a, an actor or something that you get in, or another a different family member. then mm-hmm. that way, it's definitely a lot more realistic mm-hmm. care, right? We're, we're yeah. making sure we're doing everything safe to not hurt them, and yeah, as ergonomically as we can. Sure,
2: like the guys yeah. are are actors. <laughs> Asked me like should we be in our turnouts because there's going to be some glass breaking and blah 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 i'm like do our patients get to have that They're like no i'm like i would probably put on long pants boots like yeah. so they, they ended up wearing Pied their yourself up uh, forestry yeah okay? yourself up it, usually. yeah right yeah. so like like put on like long sleeves pants boots um bring down some ipro um yeah. you know you you we can put a face mask on them to if there's any glass or whatever, but we still go through all the steps, which is hard protection anyway, the short protection. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going through all of those steps as if like, as we do on a real, on a real rescue. Yeah. So that was great. Um, what I'd like to start doing is actually getting some, uh,
0: more role player, um, uh, clothes. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. that's from the thrift store, like that's what we do for, um, other job. Mm-hmm. Um, we get like, from the thrift store, we get role player clothes, um, that way, you're not always like you don't see a guy wearing forestry gear. Correct. Yeah. Um, same thing as like law enforcement; you don't see the guy. He's wearing he's wearing his blue cargo yeah. pants and his and his uh, black underarm shirt. Like, yeah, it's not like you might see a guy yeah. like that one day. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we wear a lot, of, especially with the law enforcement side. I wear a lot of like you know like kind of dirt bag clothes. <laughs> um, I don't going to say what it is because I might offend somebody. <laughs> but you know, like general, like you know, you're not wearing like some uniform you're wearing. Yeah. Like, or, or you wear like average Joe clothes. Like, yeah. I mean, like you might look like a lumberjack and then the next thing a gun pops out. So same yeah. idea here. Like what does a what is a truck driver wear? Oh, sure. Maybe in coveralls. It's he might probably be in, rocking out their cubbies, jeans and some yeah. flannel or yeah, something. Flannel, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it would be good. Like if we get a, If we can get some, like a, a pile of it, then, uh, what you can actually do is, um, Cut it off. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, like, yeah. if you can get something like that, that you can actually be a bit more realistic, say, okay, okay. hey, if you are throwing an FR component, yeah, that hey, yeah, I know I've got pain here, cut of expose, yeah. right? Start yeah. start doing the proper thing over the only way. Get,
0: like, rather than just like, I use the scissors. Okay, well, have you actually used shears? Like, do you know that they, they work? Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. pretty good, but have yeah, you ever used them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They work it when you're left-handed. Not so good. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to transition yourself to a right-hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, or... Yeah, or do they cut through thick jeans? All that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's good to have role player clothes.
3: Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all
0: right, anyways, sorry. Where, where yeah. We so, <laughs> um,
2: you know, the big portion of it, or like the big thing that we were looking to do, like you know, like I was saying, was um, just to like think of how you can pivot quickly um, and actions something you know definitely because we've had I mean it was two bullshit calls but even just yesterday we had two back-to-back calls where we had apparatus out Uh, both of them turned out to be dead alarm calls but if one was busy um, we would have had to action out there a secondary tractor like Mm -hmm. something would have happened so it's not uncommon for these things to to happen Um, and we do have two sets of rescue equipment so knowing that wherever you park first our actual rescue truck with all like the A stuff yeah. is going to be tied up. Yeah. So now we have to pivot and go down to what was going to be way more of a technical rescue um, with our backup equipment, which yeah. is fully capable of actioning everything that we laid out there. There was nothing crazy. Um, like this van was quote teetering but like it was quite safe. It really, it, for most of it was all stabilization work. It was very heavily on stabilization. Yeah. Um, and that's what we were aiming for was like, let's make both of the scenes safe. So stabilize, crib, and lift the first car to get the patient out. And then the second one, it was all stabilization. Uh, and then there's one patient, um, which was uh, uh, a black. Um, so they weren't like an expected. And expected, yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, with regards to triaging, so the color coding for black, mm-hmm. for uh, expectant, or deceased. Correct. Yeah. Um, so that was in the small vehicle that was underneath the van. Um, so when you're triaging, uh, coming up, and so the chief did did uh, really good. He noticed there was some live patients, like live role 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 player patients, um, and then some of our rescue dummies were in play as well. Um, so he asked, he's like, "What are like what is our patient? Um, like what what's their deal basically?" So I gave the quip size up, said, okay, this is an expectant. Uh, we got two viable patients in the van. So treat them as such as you see them. Um, so um, like Kevin was obviously speaking. Uh, so he he was able to uh, relay what was going on with him. Uh, he's actually also coming back from a, a bit of a, um, like a sore back or whatever. So like he's fine. Uh, but, you know, he's like, hey guys, like actual sore sore back. Uh, so let's bump that up and treat it like we got some issues there. Perfect. So so the guys were like very, very aware of it. Uh, patient care was amazing. And I said like, hey, like like you're just a bit tender. Like he was here to practice. So it's not like he was screwed. Mm. But uh, he's like, yeah, no, I, I don't mind being a guy and not have to lift a heavy dude today. So uh, he was happy to go and help doing that. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, knowing that I'm like a little bit sore, um, there was zero like twists, turns. There was aw- awesome patient care. Good. So stabilization was great. They had that scene safe where somebody could go inside of the van within. That was probably like the first two two minutes. Um, they had cribbing out. Uh, they had everything chalked. They had our rescue struts going. Um, they tied the van on on the uh, high side down to the car. They like sucked that side of the scene together. strutted on um on the lower side of the van, because it was, like, like teetering. It was quite pin, pinned in there, but there was, def, you know, definite movement. There was no chance of it going anywhere. We definitely made it safe prior to arrival. But, uh, yeah, they they definitely made it, like, rock solid. Um, and then sent a guy in for patient care right away. Um, and everything was very, very smooth. What we thought was going to be, like, the cakewalk up at the the single vehicle with the one patient under it, I think we ran into a bunch of stumbling blocks there, and then everything on stabilization down on the more technical rescue was like clockwork. It just, mm. e- everything happened. So that side of it was awesome. So yeah, the guys worked out really, really hard. Um, there was nobody that was like, you know, just kind of float, fl- like floating around the fringe. Mm. As soon as you split those two scenes up, like everybody's working. And that's I mean guys I, I think a few of the guys realize that right away. Like there's no way that they're just just gonna throw us this. <laughs> one one <laughs> right? or or a couple yeah. work, yeah. yeah, right. They're like, nah, we know better than that. So like they were all like maybe in the back of their mind, like they'd probably have more for us. Um but everybody was working. everybody got sucked into the first scene. Uh, but again, like we weren't gonna throw something else in there until like the work was done. Like let's let's make it fair so it's a winnable scenario, because um, as, as soon as you make it where like like how can you expect us to pull this off if everybody was busy like if it was the the first scene we probably call for us like like you guys even if if we had two trucks worth of guys working and yeah. we had another call we might be able to pee, peel away a handful of guys but we probably probably ask for mutual mm. right. So let's, let's make the first one winnable and then action the second one. So realistically, all you have to do is just like dirty pile everything on and head, head down to the next call. That's right. So. And that's a good
1: point. That's one thing that we actually have touched in the past and practiced on, some of the larger <clears throat> scenarios. Mm-hmm. We had those conversation points. Okay, like you got multiple, uh, like remember that multi-vehicle pileup scenario we did? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like so you got multiple casualties uh multiple equipment in place stabilization and tools being used now start thinking outside the box how can you start um rescuing people with minimal equipment falls yeah. other things yeah. right hand tools and then or call for mutual aid recognizes it's a large scene we're going to need some more assistance at some point yeah. and bring in those other people for sure so yeah that's that's great great day yeah because yeah, i think unfortunately sometimes aid it gets lost on fires zone yeah, not really the MBI. People don't think about
0: MBIs, like mm-hmm. major MBIs. Like, I think it's, it's a uh, mass casualty. It's like, yeah. okay, we need the other. We don't just need more oh, ambulances. Yeah. We should have more fire. Prison. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no,
2: I, I totally agree. And that, that's always good to remember. Sure. Because it works for patient care, you know, right on scene, mm-hmm. as well as if something else pop, pops off. Because yeah. Yeah. if we're like super tied into the event, which we obviously will be, if we did have something else, it's a lot harder for us to peel away. Yeah. Well, I remember that one, we had, the, we had that
0: one crazy night call when we're driving, um, it came in as a MVA, and I'm on the rescue truck, and we're driving out, and then the engine's coming behind us, and then over the, and I, for whatever reason, there was no duty officer that night, I, I ended up being the duty officer, but I, I ended up being the officer, but I was also the truck officer, mm-hmm. so there was no duty officer, I think the chief maybe was the only guy on, maybe, maybe it, was his, it was his duty week when we still had him as a duty right. officer, so and then dispatch comes over and they say, "There's also a structure fire,"
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm like, "Okay, oh, did the house? Did the car hit the house and the <laughs> start the structure fire?" I was I was. It was very confusing. And mm-hmm. she's like, "No, like this is a structure fire in a different part of your town, but on the north side of town, where we're on yeah. the south side." So it's like, "Oh, so that's when now now it's pivot time because now I'm like, okay, I got a truck, I got a rescue truck, and I look back and I happen to have two paramedics with me. Mm-hmm. I'm Like perfect. So I'm like." Yeah. Our rescue truck and handle whatever this is about to be because it mm-hmm. sounds like it's in one vehicle. It was like into a fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when the fellow lost his eye. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um
0: So we, t- my truck went to the to the rescue and mm-hmm. then the engines and spin around and north and actually did put a little bit of a structure fire. So that's um, right. Um But it's one of those things. Like yeah, you're you're, you're thinking one thing is I'm like okay, I got. I got a crew on this truck and then I got another crew coming. It's going to be, it's going to be easy. Like not, yeah. really not easy, but it's going to be, easy. I got lots of guys. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, Nope. I just lost half my guys. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Never did call. We didn't call mutually because we knew we had, we like just by the nature of the structure fire, they knew they had it. But mm-hmm. it's like, hmm. yeah, yeah. potentials there.
2: Yeah. That was actually, so the, the homeowner of that structure fire was the, the uh, gentleman that called in our uh, smoke showing fire. Oh really? uh, from yesterday Yeah, okay. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It was. It turned. It, it. Yeah. It was. Some. Some people yeah. had just a small, like back backyard fire, <laughs> gym, which is legal where where they are. But then they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna burn some of our pruning. They had like some tree boughs and they stuff. Just cut yeah. off. And it just it cut green. off, and they didn't bother like putting like one or two on, and they like, let it burn off. They threw them all on. <laughs> if you're lost in the woods, that's a good idea. But not when you're yeah burning through So it went from like this nice little small clear clear smoke to this column of like whitish shit smoke. Yeah, bigger than uh, the house. I
0: heard that over the I was pager. Yeah, I
2: was actually in your town, and I heard it over the pager. Bigger up the house. <laughs> white smoke. Like. I'm like, oh that's it's interesting. A description. Yeah, <laughs> bigger than a house. Um and like the chat from some of the guys was like, ah, oh, classic like shit neighbors. There's like <laughs> I to, like screw that guy, I'm calling in the fire, fire department. He's probably just having a small little fire, da 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 da. When I got on scene, because it actually paged us out to the road over to it, uh, so we were like like one one street sideways. Um, and he was, like, like, wide-eyed, like, no, 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 it's, it's like, like, right over there. I'm, like, oh, man, like, I don't see anything anymore, but we'll go over and have a look. Um, he's, like, yeah, like, it's, like, a couple houses down over there. Oh, okay, so I go over, and I go and chat with him, and everything's fine. I come, I come back out, and he's, like, oh, sorry, man, like, it looked really big. Like, he was sincere that he thought something was yeah. happening, which is good, because, I mean, you do get, not you know discourage or whatever but um there are people out there that will phone in their neighbors yeah for doing something that's yeah. realistically or the or they the drive-by phone yeah. yeah exactly ah there's smoke i saw some smoke uh
0: somewhere between this town and that city <laughs> what Yeah, <sweet. laughs> might have been uh tim hortons nearby <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> What? that was another week. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah,
1: yeah. uh todd uh, what do you guys do about uh, so we just, uh, we split up our crews. We had a bunch of guys doing some more skills and stuff, uh, getting through their 101. And then um, the other half of our crew, we did uh, just some simple apartment pack uh, evolutions. So we haven't run those for a while. So we actually wanted the guys um, to build the packs on the floor first. That's cool. Um, so mm-hmm. instead of just peeling everything all pre-made off the truck, we just wanted to touch up the skills for how to properly um, uh, roll up a, uh, a Cleveland roll, strap it. Um, the wins on how to properly strap it so you're not struggling with it afterwards uh, So we had that and then a flat load and then all the standpipe connections. So pretty simple evolutions Just make sure guys have their comms right uh, Entering the structure and then heading up to what division. So up to the, the third floor so Div 3 um, and then um, yeah, Basically three-man crew was the one and then we had two two-man crews It's uh, so a little bit more work for those guys. Um, yeah, essentially cycling in, taking the standpipe, uh, the other guy go up to the, the fire floor where we're going to make entry into the hallway, Right. Um, deploy the Cleveland, get prepped by the door. Um, as he's doing that, the other person has the flat load, um, starts flaking out um, through the stairwell, through the landing, up and above the fire floor, and flaking the line back down and connecting it to your Cleveland, and then charging, and then radio comms. So that flat load,
0: forward. that's an inch and a half as well? or inch and three
3: quarters, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so basically, um, the the takeaways for that, for everybody, was basically uh, the proper placement of your hose uh, prior to charging it. Otherwise, you get a bit of a rat's nest in the landing where you want to go. Yeah. So, a few evolutions later, uh, guys realized, okay, if I deploy the Cleveland a little bit further back in the landing, you know then I've got a lot more room to advance it. It'll, it'll pop open properly. Yeah. Um, and the biggest takeaway was that with the flat load, if you don't take enough of that uh, inch and three-quarter all the way up above the fire floor and then flake it back down, uh, now you've got too much down below and it just gets kinked. Right. Yeah. So proper management of that once it's charged, make sure one person walks the line, gets all the kinks out, pushes everything off to the side as best you can, and then um, make your evolutions through the door and put the fire out. So. Yeah.
0: That's the cool thing about your hall, you get that uh, nice training building. The training training tower, tower. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: so we've got the training standpipes there, which we just charged. We just charged it using the lines in the hall, Uh, so it didn't have as much pressure as we normally would with an engine from our FDC connection from the outside. Um, But the whole point of this was more so just proper placement of your lines in the stairwells, right? Right. Um, So if we would have had more pressure from an engine, that Cleveland Roll would have popped really nice and firm, And then if you need it, you can roll it up on its side, side whereas this was, it was just, it was a little soft, so it didn't quite pop as it should, right? Right. Um, But yeah, no, it worked out really well. Um, A few discussions as far as, you know, just um, ensuring that you're you're flushing that pine as well, right? Mm -hmm. You never know what kind of debris can be in that uh, FTC and whatnot. People shoving shit in, drugs, rocks, rust, all that kind of crap, right? So flush it out before you send the water up to the... uh, through the lines, right? Because otherwise, it's going to all come to the nozzle. Yeah. Yeah. The big win, of course, is we've all switched to smooth bores for our apartment pack. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, we haven't done that yeah. but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good idea. The smooth bore yeah. ancient through work. Yeah. 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 Because then that way, just if you, there is debris, it flushes way better, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did a few evolutions of that, and then that was all right. We're going to do some driver training with uh, a few of the other guys, but we ran out of time. So that's going to be uh, yeah. the next week. Cool. Mm hmm. Cool. That was really good.
0: All right, cool. uh, I think we're doing pretty good. We're doing okay. really good, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure about next week yet, we're
1: debating if we're going to have one. We will be mm-hmm. away, but we're, mm-hmm. we might try. Yeah, I'll try to reach out to my buddy if we can line up a phone interview. Um, right. We'll try that. If not, yeah, stay might. tuned or we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay tuned or we're, sorry. we're also
3: We're always sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. Because <laughs> we're Canadian. <laughs>
0: Because we're We're (laughs) Canadian, literally what we say, I guess. I guess, right?
2: Anyways, uh, any more? For any more? Nope. No. Um, Ash, Modus. Yeah, Modus, Snagger Jewel claim to fame. Check out the rest of their kit. They got force entry. They got soft entry. They got. um, Todd's got noisy exit. (laughs) Um, They got a ton of kit. So, check out what they have there on their socials. Uh, If you like what you see from them, uh, use discount code GTFF5 and get 5% off your order. And we are a couple weeks away from their uh, video series going live. So, really excited to share that. And I saw on one of their Instagrams, they Mm -hmm. got a new
1: website up. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's... I have to double check. I can't remember if it's actually the same website. They just changed it. Right. Um... But it looks like they've got uh, links to their other little catalogs and magazines
3: and yeah. that other kind of stuff. Cool. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Modus,
0: uh, did you see DTFL? I did. Oh, I did. So much I listened. <laughs>
1: uh, Todd, Stop the Bleed. Stop the Bleed. bleed.org um, or bleed.com. Either one actually works. So it looks like stoptheleed.org will actually take you to the Oh, you actually checked. Site. I did, yeah. <laughs> so the instructor site, yeah. the or .ca. Uh, it'll give you more links uh, right, yeah. to just the general programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so three methods of uh, major hemorrhage control is tourniquets, number one, wound packing, and direct pressure. Well, direct pressure, of course, you want first as you're doing your tourniquet. But yeah, yeah tourniquets are definitely the number one uh, method for, for stopping. That's kind of our go-to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which, is, which is funny because it used to not be the go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So ironically, uh, just the other day, we had one of our educators come down to the station yeah. and we were talking about trauma. Yeah. So same thing. So that was the the big push was um, that's it's it's still definitely our go to. Uh, which one? Tourniquet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you have a limb injury where you can put direct pressure on, meaning your knee or something, or if there's two of you, yeah. put uh, your hand direct pressure and then flick that tourniquet out and get it on. Um, yeah. And the biggest thing in the in a lot of the stop the bleed stuff, they're always saying like you know, three four inches above the wound. Yeah. High and tight. High and tight is the is the best way. And actually, we're talking to one of our new employees, and they're neo. Their new employee orientation. Uh, that's what they're teaching now to. So they finally finally changed it nice. to. Just high and tight. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a win. That's good. Maybe eventually we'll go to the march. Yeah, march. Yeah,
0: and, and uh, you know, on the Stop the bleed side, I still like to see that chest deal in the in the and the blanket. Like, I get the blankets, like, it's a common thing, but yeah, but you know, it it would be nice to have that in there. And the reasons why, like, just teaching the civilians that,
1: yeah, I think for us, um, doing our stop the big stuff, we can absolutely do that, yeah, because that's kind of the tryout of death, right? So, you're you got your acidosis, your hypothermia, and your hypoglymia,
2: right? right?
1: So, if we can stop one of those, uh, that's the big thing. And then, anytime we're stopping bleeding, we want to stop the heat loss, right? So, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. key, it just starts fucking without getting all your chemistry blood chemistry so yeah yeah Um yeah so definitely get a get a good quality tourniquet um, we like the cats up here a lot and the softies those are probably the
2: two most common ones in our area
1: yeah yeah
2: it's gonna throw throw back to modus here quick so i i did hop on their new website um man it is it is way nice I'm not, like, it was bad before. <laughs> <It's garbage>. but, <laughs> i don't know if just the new one loads better on on the uh, mobile device. Um, I actually haven't looked at their website on my phone before. It's always been on, on a computer. Um, it, it is laid out awesome. Uh, funny story, true story. You have to go to page two to find the Snagger. But man, they have a lot of really cool offerings. Uh, their vehicle kit is on sale right now uh, at 174999 Comes with a Snagger, a couple of uh, mini spanners. Uh, Looks like they got some shears, a couple wedges. Uh, hex tool kit in a small uh, soft pouch. Uh, they've also got their um, their entry kit. is super awesome. Um, they got that on sale for one ninety nine. Nice. Uh So check that out. Uh, they've got a, a lot of cool, a lot of cool offerings here. They also got our side by side on the front page. They do have our side by side on the front <laughs> pro- front page. You nice. are yeah. you are wrong. Yeah, it's cool.
0: Uh, okay. So <laughs> modus stop the bleed. Yep. Um, yeah, if you want to
1: become an instructor, you already said where, but um Yeah, do it stop, if you stop you want. Uh, we'll give you some tips on that. And the other the other websites will will connect you as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Um well, I guess we should mention Doc Nick, uh, the RTAC. Um we had him on a few weeks ago. Uh, he has the RTAC online. I still have to contact him about my time my thing timing out. But um yeah, it was really good when I had the access. It was a really good course. Um, lots of good refresher, um, you know, lots of good stuff, If you, even if you're new to medi- the medical side,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, really touches on that March protocol that like Todd just mentioned, um, which I think is a, a better method than, mm-hmm. than the ABCs, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So check them out, RTAC, or the ATAC, I guess it's the ATAC, ATAC.ca, A-TAC. 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 yeah. um, and then email them if you want to check out their online.
1: Yes. Um, Tanner Olson, what are you? Uh, Tanner Olson band, um, yeah, check them out, I know they've been traveling sounds like as well. Right. Um, but yeah, Tanner Olson band, uh, I can't remember, is there, they don't really have a, anything other than just their, their listing platforms, right, to check them out? Yeah, not really, I think, uh, you know, they got, they got uh, thing the kids are all doing, the TikToks.
0: The
3: TikToks, <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, great, great country band from, um. Uh, Western Canada, and um, yeah, we had them down here for the event here, and they were a blast. It was awesome seeing them, mm-hmm. seeing them live, and we'd love to get them out for um, seminar, maybe sweet talk them.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, depending what their schedule is looking like, we'd love to have them back. They put on an awesome show for us here. Uh, depending whatever they're up to come mm-hmm. springtime, uh, definitely will, will be an option. Yeah,
1: um, I was dropping their names with, with our guys um for some of our events and functions as well coming up that we have planned. Um mm-hmm. I know we'll have to reach out to them early because mm-hmm. they're scheduled. But uh yeah, I think for ne- our next kind of big function we'd love to have them down as well. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, country on it is his new uh new, the new single. Yep.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good tune. Had it cranked in the house the other day. Yeah, really did. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, um am I
0: missing anybody?
1: I guess it. We did our talk. We
0: did Dr. Nick. Yes, we're missing us. Yeah, just us. So Lastly, it's time. us. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, <coughs> um, Instagram, TikTok. Yep.
2: MySpace. That's right. MySpace. <laughs> who would Who would our top five be? For What? MySpace. There was like a top five, wasn't there? I don't remember. It's like your fave five. I don't. know. What? We're We're going back twenty years. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm You're done. done. Clearly, Scott never had a workspace. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe for five minutes. Then, yeah, <laughs>
0: then, then it was gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So check us out. Uh, leave us a like on our on the podcast uh, pages. Um, hopefully, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> and we will one day have videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Working on it. Might not be very good, but we'll have some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, Ash. Thanks a so lot. Have a good night. Thanks everybody. Have a good one. Thanks everybody, good night. Stay safe, stay vigilant.